Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. Thank God it's Monday. I do say that intentionally because... I don't have to do any more of the honeydew list and all of the nonsense. I can just do what I love, and that is talk to you on the radio, entertain you, inform you, maybe motivate you, rather than putting in electronic door locks and, and reorganizing the she shed, among other things. I'm just glad to be here. And I hope you're glad here, you're here, too, because now you just work on your main job, not your second or third job, to pay all the bills thanks to the uh, Biden economy. So welcome to it. Welcome to the show. Please come inside. There's much to get to today. I do want to mention that even more Americans think Joe Biden, 80, is too old to run again. Oddly enough, even though Donald Trump is three years younger, Americans don't feel the same way. Do you suppose maybe it's because it's not about Joe Biden's age? Maybe it's because his brain is not working? I'm thinking it is. Yeah, because there are a lot of people in America who have relatives who are over 80 years old who's, uh, who are not in cognitive decline. In fact, uh, more times than not, the people around 80 years old still kind of, you know, you know the, the body's kind of de- you know, deteriorating. Trust me, I speak this from the uh, 50-something standpoint. Uh, if this is the shape of things to come, oh, dear God in heaven. But anyway, that's... <laughs> It's because his brain doesn't work. It's because it's very obvious. And I, and I love it when they say that Joe Biden is too old to run. Americans say Joe Biden is too old to run. But nobody says that about Donald Trump because it's about his brain. That's all you need to know about it. It it is just so nakedly obvious. It's almost funny. The headline is, a new AP poll described Biden as slow or confused. Donald Trump was was described as corrupt or crooked. That's hilarious. Poll found Americans want age limits for presidents, Supreme Court justices, members of Congress. So this new thing says 77% of people say Biden is too old to be effective for four more years. Uh, Not only do 89% of Republicans feel that way, 70% of Democrats. The view is held across age groups not just young people, though older Democrats specifically are more supportive of his 2024 bid. All right, so there you go. It's not about uh, age. It has nothing to do with it. There's no, there's no need to suddenly declare an age limit for public service. Here's what you do. You do like what your mom did when she turned 85 and went to get her t- keys. You got to take the test. And if you can test, pass the test, you can get your driver's license. And if you can pass a cognitive test, you can run for president. How about that? How about that? My mom was 91 when she died, and she was crystal clear. Brain was perfect. Body was falling apart. Brain was perfect. I don't know. Oh, and then there's this. Robert Kennedy Jr. 
who, uh, by the way, I don't know if you knew this, uh, when you're a presidential candidate, you generally get uh, Secret Service protection, and the reason being is because of uh, Robert Kennedy Jr.'s father being murdered on the campaign trail in 1968. Right? That, that's why that happened. And then, of course, his uncle, John F. Kennedy, was shot in 1963 before I was born. And so Joe Biden has said that the RFK Jr. can't get Secret Service, uh, or at least the Biden administration, sure, whatever, uh, is not giving him Secret Service protection. And we'll check this out. In, uh, in New Hampshire, the home of the uh, glorious Pulse of New Hampshire and the great Jack Heath of Benny Media, guess what? It looks like Robert Kennedy Jr. surges to 31% in new polls. Joe finished behind Bernie Sanders, Pete Buttigieg, Amy Klobuchar, Elizabeth Warren in fifth place in the last election in 2020. And now Robert Kennedy Jr. has surged to 31% of the vote. I want you to think how incredible that is. Because right now, Robert Kennedy Jr. is being pilloried by the media. Robert Kennedy is supposedly an anti-Semite. Uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. has been able to overcome three years of calling him a denier uh, and all of this stuff. He's been able to do that. How is it possible that Robert Kennedy Jr. could have 31% support in New Hampshire despite all of this? Well, it's because the people of New Hampshire are smart. The people of New Hampshire are plugged in. The people of New Hampshire take their politics very seriously. And they're able to look at things through a much more scientific lens. I know this. I got to meet a lot of them. Very, very measured in their decision-making process. Nobody is out of the running. Nobody is officially the candidate. And then when the polls come out, they can look at... Robert Kennedy Jr. Listen to what he's saying. Listen to him the other night on Newsmax talking about how all the GOP candidates completely missed the mark with the debate. Completely missed the mark. And he was right on. Right on. And so uh, it looks like RFK has surged to 31%. In a three-way, pollster Jeremy Zogby writes in his analysis, Biden leads 46 to Kennedy's 31, Marianne Wil Williamson 7%, leaving 16% undivided. The poll then tests two head-to-head matchups between Biden and Kennedy. In the first, Biden narrowly, or Kennedy narrow, narrows Biden's lead to eight points, standing at 41% to Biden's 49%. Isn't that funny? So you've got, uh, hold on, let's, let's, let's add these up here real quick here. So 77% uh, of Americans believe Joe Biden is too old to run for president. 69% of Democrats believe that he is slow or confused. Robert Kennedy Jr. now has 31% in New Hampshire, and yet Donald Trump can't beat Joe Biden in the, uh, in the election. Yeah, you try to figure that out. Here's what you need to know, kids. Everything negative about anything the deep state considers threatening is true, and everything positive about Joe Biden and the deep state is a lie. That's all you need to know. So if Joe Biden says the economy is great, realize it's a lie. If Joe Biden says that Donald Trump is the most corrupt president ever, realize it's a lie. That's the way it's been for the last three or four years. That's the way it is right now. And if you think things are going to get easier for another candidate other than uh, uh, Donald Trump, well, you might want to ask uh, Ron DeSantis in Florida where a uh, mass shooting by a 21-year-old insane white guy 
is being chalked up to racism caused by Biden or by by DeSantis policies. So the left already had it locked and loaded. They were ready going into this weekend. And the reason why they were ready going into this weekend to look for anything racial, and and Democrats probably prayed that this would be a racial incident or could be made into a racial incident, showing that white people really hate black people and white supremacy is everywhere, and most probably this person was a Trump supporter. Okay, that was what they went into this weekend to prove. They even had members of, uh, of government in Florida, including the sheriff, while the bodies were still warm, saying that this was, uh, was political. All right? So all of this, is, this happened this week. And the reason being is because something extraordinary happened last week. The hood and the trailer park came together. You didn't know that, did you? Oh, I think you did. I think you did. If you're plugged in, the hood and the trailer park came together because the hood sees how bad things have gotten under Joe Biden in America's inner cities. And then they see how Joe Biden has treated the people of Maui, how Joe Biden has treated the people of East Palestine, how Joe Biden has done nothing for schools in inner cities, how Chicago has descended into hell as other, other uh, uh, Democrat-run cities are descending into abject hell. And the people in the trailer park are going, why are you sending all this money to Ukraine when people in East Palestine didn't get anything? And all these people in the hood are going, why are you sending all this money to Ukraine? Why are you putting people in jail for a smoking crack and having an illegal gun? And Joe Biden's son hasn't had a, 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 a perp walk. Joe Biden's son hasn't had a mugshot. It's, it's amazing what happened on Friday, and that's what this is all about. It, it's, an, it's a remarkable turn of events. It really, really is. Because I think for the first time, and I've been doing this for quite a number of years, back in 1990 when I kind of started in commercial broadcasting, I said that uh, there was a crisis in the inner city, and Democrats keep saying they're going to do something, and it keeps getting worse. And, and since then, two generations have passed, and it's only gotten worse. And things have gotten worse in the trailer park, too, because uh, on average, people are spending $800 or more a month on everything because of Joe Biden. And when you're making $29,000 a year, you're screwed. (laughs) You are screwed. You are suffering. So the hood and the trailer park came together with Donald Trump getting his mugshot on Friday. It was remarkable. Benny Johnson shared a guy from, a a gentleman of color, a black dude from Atlanta, talking about this new phenomena and and how, you know, Rachel Maddow and Joe Scarborough and Joy Reid, they all think it's so funny. We finally got our mugshot with Donald Trump. We We got our mugshot from Donald Trump. But people in the hood are going, wow. He's one of us. And people in the trailer park are going, wow, he's one of us, <clears throat> accused of something he didn't do and taken down by the man. And the federal government under Joe Biden and Merrick Garland is now officially the man. The hood is waking up. And what I mean by that is the uh, lower income blacks that the Democratic establishment has been holding on to, even they're starting to see through the bull crap. Oh, yeah. Even the lower income blacks who are most beholden 
to uh, this leftist ideology, and they're victims of it. They're starting to even realize that they've been lied to. Yeah, and uh, most people don't think that children can change their gender. Most black people, particularly, don't believe that children can change their gender when they're in school. And and most parents of color look at this transgender nonsense and say, if you try that on my kid, you're going to get a beatdown. A lot of them are not afraid to speak out anymore. This is a problem for the Democrats. So now the thing is, is that they definitely have to cheat. We're about to go into lockdown. There, there's no way that ain't gonna happen. They're going to allow a real election, especially when the base that they've been controlling this entire time is not even going for the anymore. I'm telling anyone they need to be scared. <laughs> we don't operate in the spirit of fear. Absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely. There are a lot of things to be afraid of, and the Democrat Party will do anything to prevent Donald Trump from being the president. They will. Now, here's the positive. I was always kind of worried about, you know, a civil war. Not saying that I, I still am not. But I'll tell you, one of the things that I kind of hoped would happen was that the country would divide in some way so it would show how Democrat leftist socialist policies fail and conservative policies uh, succeed. And I was thinking, well, you're probably going to have to have California leave the union and New York leave the union. And then we could see it happen. And then when that happens, they begin streaming back to the United States as founded to save themselves. But guess what? We don't need to do that. They're already doing it in San Francisco and Los Angeles and Chicago and St. Louis and Baltimore. They're already doing it. And now even the usually the most the most uh, loyal Democrat voters who are people of color in America's inner cities, they realize that the Democrat Party has been playing them and playing them and playing them, and things have only gotten worse. And this mugshot of Donald Trump, uh, they don't even know what they've done. They don't even know what they've done. Here's the number. It's 800-922-6680. I've got some more audio from all of the, uh, the protests from black people and Hispanic people in favor of Donald Trump. And also, Ron DeSantis in Florida. And the reaction from leftist politicians saying that his policies caused an insane man to go into a Dollar General and shoot three black people. Yeah, it's not going to work. So uh, give me a call if you want to chime in this morning. We've got lots on the plate, some fun, some serious, uh, but very positive. There's a lot of good news happening. Believe it or not, there is. There is. Despite all these indictments, things are going well. People are awakening. That's the most important part. Let's take a break and come back. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. Support President Trump. You want to know why I'm here to support President Trump? Because they done did black men like this for decades. Make up charges and put them so I know Trump is innocent. I support Trump against this corrupt, two-tiered justice system. That's why I'm here to show my support as a black man for Trump. And I'm wearing my shirt, niggas for Trump 2024, and I mean that. What do you think about the indictments? Oh, it's a bunch of bullshit. There you go, there you go, there. So, yeah, that's, um, it's happening. It's happening. It's pretty remarkable. The hood and the trailer park are coming together. And uh, Donald Trump gets arrested. He gets thrown in the worst jail in, uh, in Atlanta where 15 prisoners have died last year, including one dying of bed bugs. That facility should be shut down. And every one of the people in charge of that facility should be put in the damn facility. 
How about that? It's kind of like the D.C. jail and the inhumane conditions that the January the 6th protesters are going through. You don't think that's resonating with some people in the black community? You don't think it is? Here is, uh, this is Byron Donalds, Congressman Byron Donalds, who's awesome, talking to Rob Schmidt about it on Friday. I think their gleefulness is disgusting. <clears throat> you know, this is something where the press has been looking for this, begging for this, for it seems like really about six years now, even going back to the Russia collusion uh, saga, which we all know was fraudulent, brought to us by Hillary Clinton and the Democrats. And so this is what they've been wanting, but I got a, I got newsflash for them. This thing is going to backfire in a yeah, major way. It did. Because at the end of the day, the American people, they understand what fairness looks like. But by the way, Donald Trump raised $7 million since the mugshot. And they understand what gross uh, unfairness looks like. And what you're seeing right now is the weaponization of our agencies, not against Donald Trump, but also against so many other Americans in our country. And their highlight of this is going to be the thing that's going to backfire on them. Absolutely. And um, we've got a lot of hurdles. You know, we've got uh, four indictments against Donald Trump. Who knows what's going to happen with them? I'm hoping that Congress will pull their heads out of their collective rear ends and do something about it. Jim Jordan has launched a probe into uh, Manhattan and Fulton district attorneys. Hopefully that will uh, bear some fruit and uh, and get these. I heard one of the trials, uh, the, the D.C. one was moved to March of uh, 2024, right in the middle of the election season. And Jim Jordan basically is saying what I said they needed to do three weeks ago, which was go after these four uh, DAs and Jack Smith for collusion and conspiracy to overthrow the will of the people, take away a presidential candidate in 2024. Do you know why? Because that's what they're doing. See, that would make sense. Uh, it's pretty remarkable when you, when you think about it. And um, back to the uh, hood and the trailer park coming together. I want you to listen to Oliver Anthony. He's the guy who came up with that song, uh, Rich Men North of Richmond. And I've seen that video, and I predicted a couple weeks ago, and I sent it to um, Ken, my producer, and Lee, my boss, and I said, dude, this is huge. This is huge. I knew it before it even hit. I said, this is going to be big. And it has become the number one song in the country for not only white people and hillbillies and trailer parks, but also black people living in the hood. And here is Oliver Anthony talking about the people in Washington, D.C. And this is, by the way, not, not Democrats, not just Democrats, Republicans, too. What I want out of this, like for the general public, yeah. it's for people, to, I guess, for one, to stop relying on somewhere, on someone 150 or 500 miles away from them to, like, solve their problems. Okay, so we're saying don't rely on the government to solve your problems. Maui anyone? East Palestine anyone? Inner city America anyone? Like nobody in Washington, D.C. No one in the federal government is coming to save us. Like the people that are going to save us are each other. You know, local relationships. I, like even families are torn apart. Like I made an example in one post about and I've seen this in, in my own household at times where you'll have a whole family under the same roof, and instead of them spending time with each other and caring about each other, every one of them sitting there just looking at their own piece of technology. Like, yeah. yeah, this is bringing America together. I told you, if 74% of us believe the country is headed in the wrong direction, then that 74% can come together to save her. This is RFK Jr. talking about what many people feel, that the system is rigged against Americans, black and white and Asian and whatever. Hey, I want to point something out. That these three giant companies, you know, BlackRock, Safe Street, and Vanguard, they, they own 88% of the S&P 500. There's something wrong with that. And... 
They've now targeted single-family homes. So the reason you're seeing these homes, you know, go off the charts in price, so many people that you know and I know have had the experience that they're about to put an offer in on the home or they put one in. Somebody swoops in with a cash offer and takes it away from them, yep. and they, and they f- try to figure out who. Happened it. in my neighborhood. Half of the places now are rentals. Three years later, it's an LLC. Well, those LLCs are ultimately owned by those three big companies, and you know they're they're on trajectory now to own sixty percent of the single-family homes in this country. You can't even own a home by twenty thirty. And nobody's even talking about what's really going on in this country, which is this corrupt collusion between state and corporate power that is strip mining the wealth from the American middle class. And everybody gets it, and everybody's just sick and damn tired of it, and we are fighting back. All right, so coming up, I've got uh, some more on this. Also, the uh, Jacksonville shooter and the attempt to blame Ron DeSantis for it by desperate Democrats. 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. You know, it's kind of funny. Did you you know we have an alcohol czar? I didn't even know we had an, uh, an alcohol czar. collusion between. Sorry, here we go. I didn't even know we had an alcohol czar. Dr. George Kube is the director of the National Institute on Alcohol Abuse, which sounds like a great place to work. Uh, and alcoholism says his agency is considering alcohol intake recommendations for Americans and is looking toward Canada for guidance. Yeah, this going into, by the way, this going into football season, which uh, generally is uh, pretty much just an excuse to drink. So what this alcohol czar is saying is that uh, is that you should only have two beers a week. <laughs> Good luck with that one. Oh, that is fantastic. Yeah, two beers a week. Uh, you know, this is funny. The, the government drives you to drink, and then they tell you you can only have two beers. Isn't that just wonderful? Isn't that just wonderful? And I'm going to tell you something from somebody who used to get drunk a lot. And, and the, you, know, we, you know, sometimes getting drunk is pretty fun. It's something going out and drinking with your friends and hoisting a beer and doing responsible things while you're drinking, just having fun drinking. It can be a lot of fun. You know, it's just some people can't do it, like me. I just I don't want to have alcohol in my life anymore. I, don't even, I haven't even been tempted since I quit two years ago. Not even one single time. Because I don't want to feel like that again. I, I really, that's one, I don't remember the taste of alcohol per se. Really, I don't. It's weird. But I do remember how I felt when I was hungover. It's kind of weird that way. <laughs> so two beers a week, folks. Yeah, in your, in your poverty, in your depression, in your worrying about a civil war, two beers a week on top. And then we'll take away your gas stove and your ceiling fan. They want to do that next. That's coming up. Let's go to Randall in Pacific Grove, California. Randall, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? Yeah, hello. I want to comment on what you said earlier about the institutional racism in the White House, where they declare that racism will be law in America against white males. As long as you have legalized and mandated as a policy, a national enforced policy, that there will be racism, how then can everyone not be fair game? The Jacksonville shooting is an example of two things. There's two components to it. Number one, Biden and the White House has advocated that racism be the law of the land. Once that is legal, it's kind of like drinking or anything else, right? It's like everybody's fair game. So why not be racist against Asians, American Indians, uh, uh, Islamic people, black, white? That's one component. The other component is the backlash where when you threaten any racial group, they're going to retaliate and you're going to, act, you're going to activate 
the white supremacists. So that's two components. Also, I, I want to just throw in, since you brought up drinking, when I was 13, my first drink was a quart of peppermint schnapps that I oh, shared with God. my stepmother because my dad was working and my stepmother wanted to get me drunk because he thought oh. it was funny. Nice lady. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's not even the beginning of the story. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, do we so need to go there? Said, though, you might want to reserve that for your next meeting. What? What do you What do you think about, though, what I said about those two components of the racial policies in Washington? Well, of course. I, I think you I think you hit the nail on the head there. Uh, the, the Democrat Party has done a, its level best to divide us on lines of race, and they will use everything they can to uh, to uh, tell us that uh, uh, white people are racist because they know that generally conservatives are, uh, you know, a large, a large portion of conservatives are white, although that is changing uh, dramatically. Uh, Joe Biden uh, delivered a speech last year in front of Independence Hall where he called us MAGA fascists, white supremacists, enemies of democracy. Uh, this is a this is a plan to foment uh, civil disorder, and that all just has been doing a real face plant as the truth comes out about the corruption of Joe Biden, about about Percy, his son, being able to get away with anything, including uh, crimes that would put particularly men of color behind jail faster than you could blink. And yet he's getting a sweetheart plea deal, uh, and then Joe Biden, or I should say, the DOJ makes Donald Trump get a, a mug shot. So I think uh, with with regard to communities of color in this country, uh, voting for Democrats because that's what they've done for 50 years, that's beginning to fade because uh, people of color are looking at their at their lot in life, at uh, at what they're able to succeed, and the governance of inner city, uh, uh, you know, big cities like like Baltimore, and they're realizing they've been played. It's becoming very okay, real. Thing, yes, one, one last thing, thing there, okay. Randall. Yes, yes. All right, so. America, don't quit being black. Trump 2024. All right. Thanks for the phone call there, Randall. I do appreciate it. I'd love to hear about your stepmom getting you drunk at another time. That sounds pretty fun. Sounds kind of like my tri- my, my, my uh, growing up. Real similar. <laughs> I didn't have a stepmom. I'm just kidding. But we did have a trailer on our property, on our farm. Yeah, we had a trailer. It's where my sister lived. I'm not going to tell you who lived with her, but it got all sorts of weird. It just it, trust me on this. Trust me when I say the hood uh, is coming together with the trailer park. Uh, I I know these things. I know of which I am uh, am speaking. You know what I think we need? I think we need a little uh, musical interlude from Mr. Jim Gossett about the state of America and the indictments against Donald Trump by Fanny Willis in Atlanta. Something happening here. You can feel it. They want Trump out. Yes, that much is clear. Indicted Trump four different times. Crooked DAs are making up crimes. It's time to stop. stop. Hey, what's that sound? Funny Willis is going down. Jim Jordan has launched a probe. Yeah. Jack Smith and Fat Alvin Bragg. Fat Alvin. They think they got it in the bag. But they're in for a big surprise. What's that? They'll be exposed for all their lies. 
just think it's time to stop. Hey, what's that sound? Jack Smith will be run out of town. Stop. Hey, what's that sound? Indictments all will be unwound. Stop. Hey, what's that sound? Donald Trump ain't going down. This is uh, Ron DeSantis this weekend being introduced in uh, Florida following the uh, the shooting in Jacksonville. Uh, here's the crowd. Special guests. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is here. Here it comes. Blue and Governor, he will come now. Yeah, the crowd booing. Yeah, boo. This is your fault. Yeah, this is, by the way, this is uh, this is another one of those uh, uh, AstroTurf movements. Uh, the whole lot of stuff came down last week. You see all sorts of people of color who are realizing what's going on in their lives and how they have descended into the pits of hell with Joe Biden as a president. And so now they're, what they're going to do? They're going to gen up racism. They saw this. They saw, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Who died? Who died in this? All right, all right. And who shot the people? Oh, it was a white guy shooting three black people? Holy hell, forget about the seven people who were murdered in Chicago this weekend, black on black violence. This is gold. This is gold. We've got to run with this. And so now Ron DeSantis is realizing, I, I would hope, and, and I would also uh, hope that the GOP establishment, although I'm doubting it, realizes that if Donald Trump is out of the way, they're going to do this to Ron DeSantis. That should be very clear. This is an interview with uh, Angie Dixon. She is a Florida state representative, and she is immediately blaming Ron DeSantis. Uh the state and its people condemn the horrific racially motivated murders perpetrated by a deranged scumbag uh, in Jacksonville at the Dollar Dome. By the way, in the crowd they were saying, this is because of your policies. His policies caused an insane person who literally was uh, was put in uh, custody because of his mental illness uh, eight years ago. His policies, before he was the governor or anything, caused this to happen. That's what they're saying. Ain't gonna work. Store. Uh, perpetrating violence of this kind is unacceptable and targeting people due to their race has no place in the state of Florida or the guy was just insane what do you make of that condemnation what I make of that condemnation is hollow statements this is Angie Dixon she's probably a big uh, a bi Angie, Angie Nixon a big BLM supporter this is a governor who has done nothing but fan fan these types of of happenings throughout our, our state. It's a patent lie. It's an abject falsehood. There's no proof of that at all. Look, at the at the end of the day, the governor has blood on his hands. Oh, dear God. Here we go. They had it locked and loaded, guys. He has had a attack, an all-out attack on the black community he, with his uh, anti-woke policies, which we know very well was nothing more than a dog whistle to get... A dog whistle. She got everything in that. She's got all the Democrat talking points in that. Uh, ready, it's ready to go. So you can tell right now the Democrat Party has things locked and loaded. They have their talking points locked and loaded. They are going to target Republicans as racist. Anytime there is an incident involving racism, and here's the really, really, really hard thing to take. <clears throat> Joe Biden, literally, he, uh, you know, uh, Ron DeSantis was booed. Joe Biden, even though twice he was asked about the the Maui disaster, where as many as a thousand people could be dead, Joe Biden twice said no comment, waited 14 days to show up, and then said, oh, yeah, my, my house almost burnt down. I almost lost my Corvette, and I almost uh, lost my cat. 
and he sent the households of Maui $700 per household, not per person, per household. And yet Joe Biden, who couldn't muster words for the people of Maui for two weeks, was able to say this all of a sudden after this shooting. Listen, on Saturday, our nation marked the 60th anniversary of the March on Washington. Oh, wait, they tied it into the March on Washington anniversary. So they were so ready that they knew Saturday was the 60th anniversary of the March on Washington. And lo and behold, a black guy or a white guy who's insane kills three black people at a Dollar General. Send it out. Send it out. A seminal moment in our history and then our work toward equal opportunity for all Americans. Did I mention, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. But this day of remembrance and commemoration ended with yet another American community wounded by an act of gun violence, reportedly fueled by hate-filled animus carried out with two firearms. That's what Joe Biden came up with for the shootings in Jacksonville. And he said nothing about Florida. Do you understand? Do you, are you getting it now? Here is the uh, the sheriff, the sheriff, and it was funny because I was, I, I just was uh, driving around and uh, and I heard uh, I was listening to the radio and and all of a sudden I heard uh, you know shooting. I heard a sheriff. The sheriff was on stage, and I'm thinking, okay, we're gonna get things run down here. We're gonna you know we're gonna try and figure out you know maybe we're gonna concern ourselves with uh, the people who were shot. But Sheriff T K Waters, while he was talking, while I was listening. Made it political. He did. He said. He said these uh, these things are these uh, these incidents are becoming commonplace. These incidents of racism are becoming commonplace when nothing could be further from the truth. Generally, incidences of racism around the country, like nooses, uh, you know, like Jesse Smollett, like Bubba Wallace, I can go on and on. They're fake. All right, eight hundred nine two two six six eight zero. Let's take a break and come back. You're listening to the Rob Carson Show. I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. When you got the first sort of mainstream African American who is articulate and bright and Biden recalling his early Senate career, bringing up two segregationist senators, Herman Talmadge and James Eastland, who called African-Americans an inferior race. I was in a caucus with James O. Eastland, Biden said. He never called me boy. He always called me son. At least there was some civility. We got things. The hood in the trailer park, they're beginning to realize Joe Biden is uh, is uh, has played him, has played him. And uh, the uh, the mugshot by uh, by Donald Trump on Friday or on what was it Thursday, it just it just showed that uh, the government has become the man. It isn't just, it isn't Donald Trump? Maybe all of the negativity, the seven years of negativity, is finally catching up. And they're and they're looking at <clears throat> one of the things that I have to say is that we are experiencing diminishing returns, right? You and I are experiencing diminishing returns when you look at what the federal government does for you and me and how they've abandoned the border and how they've uh, let our cities descend into hell and how they've mismanaged the economy. And I can go on and on and on how they shut down the schools and destroyed our children's lives and want to do it again for another variant of COVID. And people get it now. The revolution has already already started. And the Democrat Party and the deep state, and and I'm including Republicans, because if you look at this, 
Donald Trump has been indicted four times. No other president has been indicted four times. Donald Trump has been impeached twice, once out of office for the first time in history. We know the first indictment, the first, actually both impeachments were fake. Nothing was found. The first one was completely made up, the second one as well. And they destroyed all the evidence that would uh, exonerate Donald Trump in another January the 6th, uh, you know, uh, indictment or whatever. And so the people are beginning to get it. They are beginning to realize that uh, somebody's lying. And it's the people who, uh, you know, have been spreading the lies all along. So the original sin of, you know, saying that masks would help you prevent uh, getting, uh, you know, COVID, that was exposed as a lie. Those same people lied to you about everything else, including Russia collusion, including Hunter Biden's laptop, etc. So it's the, the revolution is already afoot. It's just a matter of who is able to stop the insanity, all right? People are talking about a civil war. I don't believe we're going to need a civil war. I think we've got a cold civil war going on right now, and the uh, conservatives are beginning to win because people are realizing the madness of the left, this transgender nonsense, this CRT madness, this, I mean, I can go on at Satan, you know, on stage, uh, uh, Disney, uh, you know, having drag uh, queens working in their parks. I mean, I can go on and on. All of this, it's collapsing on the left, and Americans don't want anything to do with it. Here's Sarah Palin talking to Eric Bowling about, uh, about civil war. And I, again, I don't think it's going to happen. Already, do you have concern for, for the country as I do? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, th- I think uh, those who are conducting this travesty and uh, creating this two-tier system of justice and i want to ask them what the heck do, do you want us to be in civil war because that's what's going to happen we're not they do putting up with this and eric i like that you suggested that we need to get angry we do need to rise up oh we're already there take our country back now i would um i would say the rnc though that's what's lacking when it comes to collective anger that can be Healthy. And- we are all of the conservatives, <clears throat> all of the Republicans talking about the four indictments and all of this effort to prevent Donald Trump from being the president. And, by the way, he is supported by 70% of Republicans. Where is Where are all the Republicans? Every Republican who is silent on this is down with the deep state. Be useful. Where is the RNC? They hold the purse strings to the party. They hold, they hold the funds that could be helping out in this situation. They have the platform, and yet they're too timid and bunch of freaking rhinos running the thing. Absolutely, and the American people are, are done with that. I have a brand new theme song for the establishment GOP I'll share with you next hour. And then the only black guy indicted in Atlanta has been denied bail. Okay, that's how racist the Biden administration is. Plus, we'll get into some other stuff, including, uh, oh, Victor Shokin, the guy who was uh, persecuting or prosecuting the Burisma company. He speaks out. Let's take a break. It's the Rob Carson Show. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen. He loves the Constitution. He fights for what's right. He hates the bad guys. He's a freedom warrior. He's your freedom warrior. Watch Carl Higby every weekday on Newsmax. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com. 
we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.